praise God and I give God the all of the glory, the honor, because he has been so good to me. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. I praise God for saving me. What a joy it is for me to be with you on tonight and for us to be able to dissect the word of God and give God praise for what he is doing in our lives. My brothers and sisters, God is making a way for us right now. As we move from one level of living to the next level of living, we can feel it. My God, we, we can feel it. We can see it. We detect it that there are blessings all around us, all around us. Do me a favor. I know it's early in the broadcast, but just type in the, put in the chat, all around us. There are blessings all around us. And God continues to make ways. Come on, let's open up in prayer and we'll move quickly. Dear Lord, I thank you once again how you blessed us and brought us to this point. Thank you for the doors you've opened, the ways you've made. Thank you for your healing virtue. Thank you uh, for your strength. And thank you most of all for your keeping power. Lord, we love you today. We praise you. We glorify you. And we ask that you will bless us in a special way. Every person that will participate in this Bible study, God, I pray a special blessing upon them that you would rebuke the devourers of the land and that it will not touch your people and they will experience abundant living. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank God and amen. We're going to the 37th number of Psalm and of course the 37th number of Psalm is a blessing if you read it in its entirety, I'm not going to read it in its entirety, but we're going to begin at the first verse. And it says, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. I have read in your hearing the first nine verses of that 37th number of Psalm. When you get a chance in your private time, read it some more because there are some tremendous blessings in the word of the Lord in that particular Psalm. And I want you, I want you, my brothers and my sisters, to be able to hear what God is saying to your spirit and what God is saying to you as an individual, as a person living the life that you believe that God would have you to live. 
Today is a blessing because so many people laid down on last night and they were not able to get up this morning. But God, who is rich in mercy, gave us another chance. Oh, my God. Uh, why don't somebody type or put in the chat uh, another chance? He gave us another chance. And we have so much to praise our God for. Listen, I want to call your attention as we continue to talk. I'm getting so many testimonies about how God is blessing people who are stepping out by faith and willing to move to this next dimension. They're blessing financial blessings, physical blessings where God is blessing their bodies and making ways for them. And I'm excited because that's the kind of God I serve. The God I serve is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Uh, my brothers and sisters, when you start thinking about the goodness of the Lord, then you too have some reason to praise him. I want to call your attention to the book of Acts, the 20th chapter, the 20th chapter. I'm going to share something with you from the 20th chapter, and we're going to start reading at the 32nd verse. It says, and now, brethren, and now, brethren, I, want, I, I often like to stop and say that when that scripture, uh, when the Bible says brethren, it's not just talking about the brothers, it's talking about the brothers and sisters, brethren, brethren. And now, brethren, I commend you to God uh, and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Uh, the word of God, <coughs> the word of God, so saith uh, 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 the Bible, so saith the word itself, says that the word is able to help you to become a better saint. The word is able to help you and to give you part of the inheritance that God has prescribed for his people. The word of God builds you and puts you in a place uh, where you can say, uh, you know, I'm looking for the day when uh, uh, people will realize the scripture because the word of God can put you in a place where there'll be no lack in your life. No lack, no lack, no lack. Oh, somebody need to put that in the chat also. I got you in the chat already. No lack. No lack, no, N-O, lack, L-A-C-K, exclamation mark. Come on, put it in there, no lack. I want to live my life in a place of no lack, hallelujah. And so and let's read this uh, 33rd verse. It says, I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. I didn't, I, I, listen, when you are built up in the word of God and the word of God is your guide for life, the word of God teaches you that you don't have to have lack in your life. So the word of God tells us that, you, uh, Paul said, I, I never wanted anyone's uh, silver, gold, or clothes. 
Um, you know why? If, if, if you have no lack, God supplies whatever you need. So he says, yea, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that are with me. I have worked to support myself. Well, Lord have mercy. Uh, there are uh, some things we need to understand as Christians. Uh, my brothers and sisters, as Christians, we should work. Mm. We should, every able person who is able to have a job, who is able to do work, should work. Nobody should be laying around doing nothing because they're lazy. Mm. We should work. The Apostle Paul was uh, in ministry, but he worked. I, you know, I often tell people, you don't understand uh, my story behind my glory. Uh, here at Greater Emmanuel, the Lord blessed us, and we took over a very small church in Highland Park, Michigan. And when in my first service, we only had eight people there. And uh, the church had $29.93 in the uh, treasure. We had a deficit of uh, approximately $8,000. And I just graduated from college the week before with my master's degree. And some of my ministerial comrades were saying, why would you take a church like that? Uh, why, why don't you accept something else that has more, they said, potential? Now, they thought that I was taking something far beneath me, but I know what God told me. God released me to take greater Emmanuel. And now, and so uh, we went on, I'm making this short because when I took over Greater Emmanuel, I was not looking for an opportunity not to work. I was not looking for an opportunity not to be employed. I was not trying to live off the church, but I was gainfully employed, praise God. I was teaching school, I taught school, and a lot of people don't know, uh, for the first four and a half years, uh, uh, of my pastoral ministry, uh, I, I, I took very little to nothing from the church. I was working full time as a Detroit public school teacher. And Paul says, I thank God for Paul because he kind of gives some credence uh, uh, to what I was doing. Paul said of himself, he said, uh, he said, uh, 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 Yea, ye yourselves know that these hands, hallelujah, have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. My brothers and sisters, Paul said, I'm working. Mm. Uh, Paul was a smart individual, spake 13 languages and mastered seven. Uh, Paul uh, 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 was a, a tent maker by trade. But what a lot of people don't understand or fail to mention is that Paul was a lawyer as well. And Paul did his thing. Paul wasn't no slouch. So Paul was working. You got to get out of your mind that just because you're a Christian living for the Lord, that <coughs> 
<coughs> excuse me, that you are not supposed to have anything. You're not supposed to be able to offer the body of Christ anything. Paul said, I work. Praise God. I'm in ministry, but I work. Paul said, Paul said, I uh, 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 met my necessities with these hands. Hallelujah. And then he said, not only did I meet my own necessities, but I helped those who were with me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere because if God makes a way for you to be blessed, you ought not to be ashamed to bless somebody else. Mm. Paul said, he said, I, you know that I work uh, to support myself and those uh, who were with me. Look at the 35th verse. He said, I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words uh, of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. <laughs> we, we say it is more blessed to give. Blessed, we, we're trying to say uh, the uh, uh, past tense or what have you. I don't know what tense. But the Bible says it, 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 it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, how, how can you say that, brother preacher? How, where do y'all get that from, that it is, more, uh, it is more of a blessing to give than to receive? I like receiving. Praise God. I like receiving, but you need to understand that your receiving uh, is predicated on your giving. Because if all you're doing is taking in and take and putting nothing out, then you that's a small that's that's not even a good stream. That's not even a good stream. And, 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 and the Apostle Paul uh, says to us what Jesus said. Jesus said that it is more, uh, praise God, a blessing to give than to receive. My Lord, how is it? How is it? How is it? You see, because the Lord protects those that are alive and he will bless in the land. Uh, yeah, he will be blessed in the land. The person uh, that is in the land, you see there, you don't, you, 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 you got to understand, we're not placed at the hands of our enemy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, my dad, uh, when my dad was sick, uh, I, 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 the Lord gave me a scripture uh, for my dad when he first got sick. And uh, that scripture said that uh, the Lord would help him because he had been a blessing to the poor and the Lord raised him up and uh, it was such a, a blessing. It's, it's, a matter of fact, uh, let's go, I believe that's the 41st number of Psalm. Let's go to the 41st uh, number of Psalm and I want to read, I believe that's where that is. I want uh, uh, the 41st number of psalm and i want to read a few of the verses let me this old computer i have is uh is uh, slow but in the 41st number of psalm that is a a, a a a blessing because it says 
uh, just a moment. Here it is coming up. Don't, don't become impatient with me. Uh, here we go. It says, um, blessed is he that considereth the poor. Mm. Blessed is he who has concern for people who can't help themselves. Look, this is, I'm going to put all this together because the apostle Paul said that it was more blessed to give than to receive. And here in the 41st number of Psalm, it says, blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. I used to read that scripture to my dad over and over again uh, when he was when he got sick with COVID, and uh, I'd pray for him, and then and then I'd read that scripture to him, and uh, the second verse said, "The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he shall be blessed upon the earth, and thou wilt not deliver him." until the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou will make all his bed in sickness. And I used to read that scripture, excuse me, it got a little emotional, but I used to read that scripture over and over and over again to my dad when he was going through. And this is the truth of that scripture. That's why the apostle Paul said, in everything I did, it's what he's saying in that 35th verse. I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is more blessed to give than to receive. My brothers and sisters, in this particular scripture, we find Paul, he was on his way to Jerusalem. Um, but as he was going on his way to Jerusalem, he stopped by the city of Miletus. And Miletus was a seaport town and Miletus was this place where he got he was able to see exactly what was going on in another area of uh, of, of that of that community. And uh, it, it, he called when he was there, he called for the elders uh, of uh, Ephesus. Uh, now, the elders in Ephesus or Ephesus was about 35 miles away, but he called for them to meet him there. And he gives them his farewell address and commits them to the grace of our Lord. Uh, in his personal testimony, we see several principles of stewardship that are worthy. Uh, he, he, he he preaches and leaves them uh, or was getting ready to leave them. He, he commits them to the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. In this personal testimony, we see several principles that I need you if you're going to the next level of living. I need you, my brothers and sisters, to note these several principles of stewardship because uh, they are worthy of duplication in our lives. If we're going to be blessed, uh, we need to 
we need to at some point find out how to duplicate these five things. Uh, are you ready? Uh, you got to note number one, he doesn't covet or he doesn't uh, 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 have a longing for silver, gold or clothing uh, uh, of others. You know, it's one thing. It doesn't it, the, the word covet that word covet means that I don't want some. I don't want some clothes like you. I want your clothes. So you can't have that kind of spirit if you're going to be blessed. It's all right to it's all right to admire somebody for having money, but you can't have a money. Don't try to swindle them out of their money. That's number one. <clears throat> number two is he works to provide his own needs. He is not dependent on others to supply his need. I had to get that in my mind when the Lord spoke to me and told me to come off my job and do ministry full time. I could not fathom that here I am with a master's degree and, and I was gonna have to uh, start um, depending on people uh, for my living. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. And you know, I think you have to be careful when you start uh, considering these kind of things. So I had my job, I'm gonna work. Paul said, eyes provided for my own needs. My brothers and sisters, you have a responsibility to work. It is ungodly for you not to work when you can work. Oh, hear what I'm saying. When employment is available, you should be employed gainfully. When I say gainfully, I mean respectfully. You should be employed, all right? And then the third point is, is that he is uh, he is successful and then he is so successful at providing for his needs uh, uh, until he is willing to help others. Oh, God, he is willing to help others. He was willing to provide for other needs, other people's needs. Is God, God didn't bless you to just hoard everything. If you remember uh, a scripture in the Bible, uh, whether a man in, in one of the gospels, I, I can go back and get it if I have to. Maybe I'll get it uh, later. But uh, uh, some of y'all, I see you looking at me funny. Let me see. Uh, but uh, there's another <laughs> scripture in the Bible and it talks about uh, the man who had stuff in his barns. Uh, and he said, uh, he said, I'm going to tear down my old barns and I'm going to build new barns. And the Bible lets us know that when he got to that point uh, in Luke, the 12th chapter, I told you, because I, I saw you looking at me. And so in that, uh, he said, um, Let's read it here. Let's Luke 12 and 13, <laughs> 12 and 13. And, and one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto me, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, 
saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be married. 20th verse. This is what I want you to hear. Now the 20th verse. But God, who did I say? God. Somebody type in, in the chat room, God. God said unto him, thou fool. Mm. Thou fool, this night mm -hmm, thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So, he, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So, and the same thing happens to the individual uh, uh, who has material riches, but is not rich in his relationship with God. In your relationship with God, uh, your relationship with God will cause you to bless other people. Your relationship with God will cause you to help somebody else in need. All right. And so Paul says that was uh, the fourth point, I believe, uh, or the third one. He is successful, providing enough for other workers. The fourth point is, is he is generous supporting the weak. He is generous in his support of the less fortunate. And the fifth point is he knows it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's go over those five points again, because you got to apply them to your life. And number one is you don't you, you're not you should not be covetous about what somebody else had money or clothes, whatever. OK, number two is you ought to work. If you can work, you ought to work and provide for your needs. Number three is be, you'll be successful. Be successful. How are you going to be successful? Be successful and generous and provide for others, too. Don't, don't just take everything for yourself. And number four, be generous. Be generous. Be generous with the Lord's work and be generous in helping others who are less fortunate. And number five, get it in your spirit that it is more blessed to give. There I go saying that word. Blessed to give. It's more, it's more of a blessing to give than to receive. Hallelujah. In comparison to Paul's principles of stewardship, where do you fit? Where do you and I fit in there? Hallelujah. Uh, uh, do we covet? Do we work? Are we successful? Are we generous? Do we know that it is more blessed to give, more blessed to give 
than to receive. My brothers and sisters, what you give today should answer these questions. When we have money to give, we must have work to have earned it. When we give, we show we are not covetous. When we give, our generosity is displayed. When we give, we show our concern for the weak. And when we give, we honor and practice the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going to pray that God will touch your heart. And as you move to this next level of living, that you will apply these five principles that the Apostle Paul spoke about in this 20th chapter of Acts and that you will do your very best to be a good steward of what God has given you. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity that is mine to minister to your people. God, I pray that this we will not only be hearers of your word, but doers of your word as well. Search our hearts, search our minds. If you find anything that shouldn't be there, take it out now and we shall forever give your name the praise, the glory and honor shall be thine. In Jesus' name, thank God, amen. Listen, I want you to give. I want you to sow into this ministry. It's a blessing in giving. Remember our words as, we, as we're moving into this next level of our life. My brothers and sisters, God is going to bless you because you are adhering to the word of God. The ways of giving is on the screen. Uh, you can give. Uh, if you're going to mail your uh, seed in, you can mail it in to GEI or Greater Emanuel Institutional Church at 19190 Schaefer Highway. Uh, that's uh, Bishop J. Drew Sheard Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan, 482 three, five, or you can give at PayPal at geicogic.org, or you can give at Givelify, search for Greater Emanuel Institutional Church, make sure you see our church logo, or you can give at Cash App, that's dollar sign, geicogic1, uh, or you can give securely in our GEI app. Or you can text to give at 28950 and put in the space GEI offer or GEI tithe, a space and the dollar amount. I'm going to pray over your seed and we're looking for God to do something great uh, with what you have sown into fertile ground. Dear Lord, I thank you again. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters who are adhering to your word, who are giving generously. I pray, oh God, that the word will take root in their heart and that they will have a great harvest in the end. And God, I thank you now. I'm asking that you will bless them and that you will keep them and that you will make provisions for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Here I go again, believing God. Come on, here I go again, believing God. I'm praying for you. I'm praying that your faith will grow. Your faith is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it becomes, praying that your faith will grow. My brothers and sisters, join me on Friday when I shall continue to speak to you about moving into this next level living. 
I love you with the love of the Lord. And now, dear Lord, I pray that you will look upon every family that is represented here, that you will bless every member of our church, every member that's adhering to the word of God, that you will look upon them and give them strength in Jesus' name. And now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. And we all said, amen. God bless you. And I love you with the love of the Lord and I'll see you on Friday. God bless you. I'm excited about what's getting ready to happen in your life. My brothers and sisters from Bible class, I talked to you about working when work is available. I'm excited to announce that SMART is, has an opportunity for you to be gainfully employed. All you have to do is meet on Thursday, April 27th at 10 a.m. to 3 p.m at the Southfield Parks and Recreation Center. You're gonna get an opportunity to have a job. You're gonna be gainfully employed and thereby you will move to the next dimension of your life. Get hired. I'm excited about the possibility of you having a stream of income.